0: Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome in tonight to the Boulevard for our first episode of the 2021 season. Rick Stocks to live. Chip Walters here from the Blue Raider Network and uh, the head coach is with us. And coach, how are you today?
1: I'm great, Chip. Boy, it's exciting to be here at the Boulevard uh, and do our show here. I think this is really going to be a great atmosphere and a great opportunity to Include a lot of people, you know, the students being close and everything, and faculty. So I'm excited about having uh, having our show here uh, this year.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. And uh, stick with us as uh, we we go through the hour. We've got some special things coming up tonight. Coming up around 6:20, Reed Blankenship will be uh, joining me here. And coming up at 6:30, we'll get the inside scoop on the Monmouth Hawks. But to get things uh, started, we do want to remind you, first of all, that our show each and every week is presented by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and trusted energy advisor. And uh, Stock, it is, it uh, you know, is you. it's so hard not to look back at a, a year ago and how things were and now how things are. Uh, one of the things is, you 're getting to spend more time on football than than uh, administrating i guess
1: yeah you know it's uh, one the first thing that came to my mind right there when you said that is you know reed wouldn 't be coming down here today yeah. if it was the same as last year because he was locked up in uh, quarantine forever and uh, but no it's uh it 's good to be able to meet with the guys again and 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 actually talk football and actually plan and organize you still have to we're still cognizant of I was doing it today of you know seating on the bus and you know who's going to room with who and how we're going to do that uh, but I feel like I've, I'm more experienced at it now this <laughs> year than I was you know this time last year obviously obviously so uh but you know it's just we're we're not back to normal uh but we're a heck of a lot closer to it than we were this time last year.
0: With the way things are right now in, in the country and in the local area, do, do you have some fear and trepidation that we might be going a little backwards?
1: Yeah, I do. You know, you worry a little bit about it and uh, just because it doesn't sound like, you know, things are, are getting better. You know, schools here in the area, high schools, middle schools are, you know, are shutting down and – uh You know, the NFL, you know, I saw where they put a bunch of guys on, you know, the COVID list today. So uh, it doesn't seem like it's getting better. Uh, You know, our guys have done a good job of, you know, doing what we've asked them to do from a mask standpoint and a vaccination standpoint. Uh, You know, but it is in the back of your mind that it's a little scary that, you know, things could revert back.
0: Rules are a little different is this year, uh, especially because the number of folks vaccinated uh, is, it allows you to change, you know, how you go about things a little bit. How is, where is your team uh, as far as your 113 guys on your active roster?
1: You know, Chip, actually we have 119 and, um, you know, I I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, whatever, but we've got a a pretty decent you know, percentage uh, of our guys that are either vaccinated or, or are in the process of, you know, in between shots one and two. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they, they have been and are taking it serious and are trying to do everything to keep not only themselves and their family safe, but, you know, their teammates. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're in pretty decent shape you know you'd like to be a little bit better obviously but we're pretty good shape right now but,
0: but all in all uh after last season ended and you came back and got into your your uh your early morning workouts then got into what was a, a pretty normal spring practice and then summer workouts and here you go to fall camp there's a whole lot more normal feeling about it than uh than like you mentioned like if we were sitting here a year ago today.
1: Yeah, you know we we're still doing some of the things that we had to do last year. Uh, we're wearing a mask if we're inside. You know, uh, in the in our meetings, uh, inside uh, the locker room, the Murphy Center, all that stuff. We're still doing that. We still got a couple position groups that are meeting outside uh, again, just to try to keep them safe. Um, our numbers in the weight room uh, are a little bit higher than what they were last year. Last year we divided them up into four different groups, I think. You know, this year we've got them into three different groups. So uh, we're able to put a few more people in the weight room. They still have to wear a mask in the weight room like they did last year. Um, you know, but just again, it's it's got a better vibe. There's a better yeah. feel of what's going on than it was – you know, last year because one, just the unknown of everything and and uh, what was going
0: to be next. Well, and the best vibe will be when we don't even have to bring this up anymore. But it I is part wait. of <laughs> it is part of what what we do, uh, and and and, and uh, with your team, it's going to be interesting when you look at uh, roster management, roster makeup. Uh, But let's start with your coaching staff. You had a couple of changes on your coaching staff. And I think what we've seen has been a a very positive influence on on what the product on the field is going to be.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm really excited about, you know, both Brents, you know, uh, Dierman and and Stockstill. You know, so um, both of those guys have uh, really, you know, brought a bunch of positive energy uh, they're both really good coaches. They're dynamic, they're young, they're passionate about it. They have a good rapport, a good relationship, you know, with the players that they coach. And then, you know, not just those guys, but, you know, the other guys on the offense and in the, the whole entire team. So it's been a great uh, addition. Those two guys uh, have already uh, have had a big impact on our team. Uh,
0: you know, we hadn't even played our first game yet. The, um, when, you, when you look at roster makeup, you mentioned you had 119 guys. It used to be 105, uh, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, give folks an idea with the free pass from a year ago. What has that meant to roster makeup and how you go about managing it?
1: Uh, to me, it's been good and bad. Um, the good part of it is you know this year we got 10 guys back that we shouldn't have back because they were afforded an extra year you know the bad part is you know so did everybody else get an extra year and what you've a coach you're kind of put in a a tough situation you know you asked me how many can we sign this year you know i right now i can tell you 10. You know, but but I don't know those guys that are juniors this year that should be seniors. Are they going to come back? Are they going to leave? Are there guys that, you know, could come back that you're going to have to say, hey, you know, we've got to get this or that at that position. So, you know, the NCAA was, you know, Mr. Good Guy and gave everybody another year and now coaches
0: – Got to figure out what to do with it. You
1: know, have, yeah. and so it's it's going to affect recruiting and, uh, you know, because hopefully you want, we want to sign more than 10 guys. But right now that's all we can, that we know we can sign.
0: Yeah, I think last year in November when we were uh, talking about this going into the December signing period, you had a big concern about how it was going to affect – the twenty twenty one high school senior class yeah and,
1: and the high school kid I, I think from here on out um, is going is getting the short end of the stick and uh, with the transfer portal and everything that I think colleges are uh, are going to look at if I take a high school kid and develop him for a couple years, you know he he's got an option to leave at any time that if I take somebody out of the portal, I take a transfer guy, he's used his one-time transfer, and I've got him. I don't have to worry about him going somewhere. So we, we've we got to do a good job. You've got to study and, and have a good mix. I don't think you can have 25 transfer portal guys every year, and I don't think you can have 25 high school kids every year anymore. So it's got to be a mix in there of, you know, enough transfer. And then the other thing, Chip, I think – especially for us, group of five schools, I think the junior colleges, we may have a chance to, to get some junior college guys that normally we might not have a chance to get because the power fives would go after them. You know, I think the power fives now may go after the portal guys more you know than the junior college
0: it is putting a big thousand piece puzzle together isn't it it's uh and it changes daily (laughs) we're live across from campus at the Boulevard Bar & Grill greatest sports bar and grill in Murfreesboro so stop by tonight and join us we've got a lot more to go here with Rick Stockstall live from Learfield
2: at Ascension St. Thomas care is more than a word care is serving our patients standing with them in times of need Ow, that hurts. What is that? It must be the mosquitoes. Why are they swarming around us? Because you set up our tent next to a pond. I need something for these bites. How about the Summer Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery? If you win, maybe the next place we vacation won't be next to a pond. Hey, can you scratch this for me? Your back? No, the ticket.
3: Play the Summer Instant Games with chances to win up to $1 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
1: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This card is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Use it online and in stores. Purchases are automatically deducted from your Ascend checking account, and you can even add the card to your mobile wallet for ultimate convenience. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union exclusive credit
4: union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org.
2: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU the University of Opportunities.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: Welcome back into Rick Stocks to live tonight from the Boulevard across from campus. Glad to have you along with us. And uh, a couple of notes. Uh, we have a new streaming home this year, so... If you uh, have been in the past uh, streaming our events, the new streaming home is the Varsity Network. Whether you're on Apple or Android, you can download it at the Varsity Network. Set you up a free account. Set up uh, that Middle Tennessee is your favorite, and you can catch all the broadcasts, whether it's coaches, shows, games, or more on the Varsity Network. Uh, Coach, you uh, a- as you move into this final week, things – uh, start to take shape with positions uh, today. On your press conference, you said you were not uh, not quite ready to uh, name a starting quarterback yet. But uh, as I asked you then, I'll ask you uh, tonight. Uh, kind of characterize how the the competition between you know not just those two but all of your quarterbacks, because that's obviously a focus of of, of an offense.
1: Yeah, I and, and I know everybody's, you know, got that question out there, and I understand it. But, you know, Chase, I think Chase Cunningham has had a really good uh, camp. He's been uh, very consistent, uh, you know, throughout camp. You know, Bailey's had a really nice camp as well. Um, Mike Dillio, you know, who played the first game last year, and that's all he played, you know, brings a little bit different dynamic uh, with his skill set. You know, so all three of them. Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if all three of them. You know, you see. You know, you play, and um, we'll figure it out. You know, as we go. But I'm excited about our quarterback position. I think all three of them. Uh, we can win with all three of them. And uh, and uh, and I love the freshman, Nick uh, Vadiato. I I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good player. He's got a, you know. He's savvy, he's got a nice moxie to him, and he's a competitor. Uh, I I really like his demeanor, and and, uh, he's done a nice job, you know, in the three weeks that he's been here, so, but uh, I'm fired up about our quarterback position.
0: Yep, and protecting that quarterback is an offensive line, and 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 knock on wood, you've got some depth there going into the into the opening game.
1: Yeah, you know we're we're pretty healthy there. Uh, You know, and I think guys have really improved. Uh, Stephen Lasoya has really improved a lot and has had a good camp. Uh, Dorian Hinton, you know, really played well towards the end last year and has, you know, picked up from there. Uh, Jordan Palmer at center was you know, hurt most of the year last year and uh you know, he he's he's been consistent. Marcus Greer, you know,'s been, you know, hurt a little bit on and off here in camp and he's just a such a tough competitor and uh you know, we're a lot better team when he's out there just because of his fire and his toughness and his competitive spirit. And then uh the Torrey Williams, I mean Natori Johnson, uh you know the transfer from Georgia is is what you're looking for. Uh, you know he was a whatever he was a four or five star recruit. He was for a reason. He looks it. He can run. He's yep. You know got ankles about as big as a pencil, and uh, you know he's athletic. He's strong. And uh, then at right tackle we got good competition there between Lance Robinson and and uh, Maggs uh, Magwood there. So uh, those guys will battle it out here these next few days and. And then behind them, you know, Jamari Williams is a transfer from Arizona. Um, you know, and then uh, at left guard, uh, let me see who's uh, – following Yeah, Tyler has done well there. And, you know, Mags has been backed up a little bit there uh, at, at left tackle also. And then also Jockey Graham, a junior college uh, guy that got here in June – I mean, in July, really the first of August – Uh, You know, has really started to make a push. And uh, uh, good competition there. He's going to play – you know, he's working to get some playing time also.
0: Yep, and you talked about your skill positions at running back and wide receiver, being about as deep as you've been.
1: Yeah, it's – you know, running back, It's the last few years, it's been, you know, who's available. Yeah. And, uh, you know, right now we've got, you know, what I think are five really talented backs – and uh, uh, they're all a little bit different uh, skill set-wise, but there's a lot of similarities also. And uh, But I'm fired up about him. I think uh, Amir Razul has had a great camp. He's hungry. You know, he had, hadn't played in a couple years, and I hope he's what he's shown in camp. And, uh, you know, Mob is, you know, uh, Chetan Mobley's kind of turned the corner a little bit, and, uh, starting to understand who he is and what type of runner he is, and you know, I thought last year he danced too much, and he's not a dancer. You know, he's a, you know, he's a slow dancer. He's not a, a <laughs> not a fast dancer. Yeah, you know, he he's got to run through people, you know, and then you know, Martell Petaway from West Virginia, and uh, Brad Anderson is you know reliable and can do so many different things. Uh, out of the backfield as a slot receiver, as a running back. And, you know, people don't talk about Frank Peasant much, but, you know, every time you put the ball in his hand, he shows up.
0: He had a really good scrimmage last week. So, yeah. I'll tell you, uh, coming up next, we've got uh, why everybody came tonight. Reed Blankenship is going to be our guest when Rick Stocks Live returns from the Boulevard from Learfield.
4: Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives.
6: News Radio
3: WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
0: Rick Stockstall live from the Boulevard tonight, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. Also, tonight, Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year. For 52 issues, visit online at murfreesboropost.com today. And, uh, Reed, you have a very special uh, situation here. You're the first player guest on Rick Stocks to Live. So, congratulations and welcome in the pride of Athens, Alabama. Yes, sir. Wes Limestone. Uh, I, I, asked, I asked him this during the, during the break, and is have you ever in your life been more happy to practice football than you have this fall camp, as opposed to what you were going through a year ago?
8: Yeah, you know, you, you kind of take something for granted when you've been doing it your whole life. You know, and uh, the pandemic hit and it just put a stop to everything. But, you know, the, the grind's tough, and I'm glad we're, we're back in action, so.
0: Yeah, uh, was there ever any thought when you knew you were going to get the extra year, was there ever any thought that you wouldn't come back?
8: There was, but, uh, you know, as soon as I got my extra year, I was like, yeah, I'm coming back. I have to prove everybody wrong. I had to get my team right, and, uh, you know, I'm just glad I get the, the extra year.
0: You know, I saw Coach uh, Schaefer had some video this was like during the first week of fall camp, mm-hmm. and he talked about uh, how this defense was probably farther along as camp opened because he was going to try to start you guys off with some baby step basic drills, and you guys are going, hey, right? we're, we're, we're beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so then you had to prove it.
8: Right. That just comes with the maturity that we had. And, uh, you know, last year we had some young guys at the cornerback position, especially linebacker two, and uh, not having that spring, that off-season to do anything, you know, it just, it just threw them into the fire when it came game time last season. But, uh, you know, this year we really needed fall count, really needed spring. And all these guys grew up, they matured, they learned the playbook. You know, I just love them to death. Their personalities changed, they're getting comfortable, and they're a lot of So I'm just, I'm just excited to see them compete.
0: And you're feeling 100%? Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
8: I mean, it's been, it took a while, didn't it? It did, you know. It's, it's one of those things that you tell yourself every day, like, I'm fine, I'm good. and then. You get the game time you 're starting to hurt a little bit more, but uh, you know I, I can finally say that i 'm one hundred percent and i 'm confident so yeah.
0: talk about the, the, you talked about the attitude and the confidence of the guys and being able to go through a normal spring. Uh, did you see guys uh, did, you, did you all talk about you know again, like you mentioned, you know we took this for granted before and almost got taken away or it was partially taken away. Uh, Did did you see that manifest itself in the way that guys went about their business?
8: Oh, absolutely. And like I said, you know, once – we hate to bring up the past, you know, the pandemic and all that, but uh, like I said, everybody's matured and, you know, they're having fun now, we're relaxed. Um, Everything's trying to get back to normal and that's what the guys want.
0: On the back end, you and Greg Great back there at the safeties and, uh, you know, I think that's got to give Coach Schaefer some confidence to be able to do some things up front. Right. So do you feel like what you're seeing in practice and in game prep that, hey, he's going to be back to the the old shape that we know rolling yep. the dice and, and, mm-hmm. and doing some things?
8: Yeah, no, he's excited about our group. He's fired up, and, I mean, we got a good D-line this year. They're matured. They were young last year. But uh, that just allows the secondary to do what we want, you know, the coverage-wise. and. Uh, it takes a lot of pressure off Coach Schaefer, like you said. Yeah,
0: and, and, and back there at, straw, at Free Safety, mm-hmm. you kind of, you're kind of like a catcher in baseball. You, right. you get to see everything. Everything. Um, who is jumping out at you in, the, in those two levels in front of you that uh, people are going to be excited to see?
8: I believe, uh, I mean, y'all know DQ Thomas. He's, he's the, always that one worker. Um, Jonathan Butler. He was one of the young guys he was a juco and uh, he didn 't really get the spring either, but uh, he had a he had an injury this past i guess the off season worked on it in fall camp he had a great fall camp um, d line wise uh, we got Marley we got Zaylen Wood I mean all them guys they're they 're monsters you know it's just it, it makes me uh, happy just to see what they 're doing you know it just makes me feel confident that I can do my job better
0: well I, t- I talked to Shae for just a little bit today, and he was you know, he, he's excited that he's not having to change diapers yeah. on, on these guys because, the, you know, he, he said it's nice to have some guys who have to shave right. on, in the defensive room right. now.
5: Mm-hmm. Not- but
0: uh, the as you game plan for Monmouth, uh, what jumps off you uh, jumps off film at you because uh, again, this is a team that went to the one double A playoffs a year ago. Uh, fell to the eventual national champion. They come in here as a very good football team.
8: Oh, yeah, and we, we know that. We preach that every day, too, and uh, we, we don't take this team lightly. Um, you watch them play and, you know, they stand out. Their quarterback stands out. Um, even though he's a sophomore this year, he, he can move around a lot. He can throw it, throw it to their best receivers. Um, they got, like, two receivers that are pretty good. Um, I know their running back was up for the Walter Payton Award, and, uh, you know, he's got a lot more accolades preseason-wise, but uh, you know you, you can't take a team like this lightly.
0: Yep, they've won their league two years in a row and uh, play in the, the Big South, mm-hmm. which you not necessarily expect a team from New Jersey to play in the Big South, but that is the league that they're in. OK, you did end up with some extra time uh, because you were taking online classes and things in the spring. I understand you picked up golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah i try i ain't gonna say i'm the best at it but um, i just go out there to have fun
0: so who, who is uh who on who on the team is a good golfer
8: uh i'm gonna say chase cunningham chase cunningham's a really good golfer you know he'll
0: glory boy you know you know that's they do that
8: i hate sometimes i hate to go out and play with him because you know i just feel that bad like i have to go find my ball everywhere I'm i'm playing on the edges he's playing on the fairway you know but, uh, you know, I love him to death, and I think he's a really good athlete anyway. So
0: so it's going to be fun to watch uh, as they as they continue to battle it out this week, and yeah. we'll see who starts uh, on the offensive side as well. I tell you, it's, uh, it, it's so good to see you healthy and can't wait to watch you play and have uh, an outstanding se- senior season. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Reed Blankenship, folks. Uh, He is our our player guest tonight. We'll take a timeout, and we'll go uh, behind enemy lines as we check in with the folks at uh, Monmouth right after this as you listen to Rick Stockstall live from Learfield.
2: Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a winner.
0: That's what I said.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: Welcome back in to Rick to Live tonight from the Boulevard right across from campus. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Companies, the team to call 615 867 1000 or online at leecompany.com. Time to check in with uh, our visitors this weekend. Uh, Eddie Accapenti from uh, Monmouth. He is part of their their radio crew and uh, joining us by Zoom tonight. Fingers crossed. Eddie, are you there? <laughs> I am, Chip. How are you doing tonight? Oh, good! You're coming in loud and clear. So, uh, you uh, guys—I mean, it's very interesting. Didn't play a fall season. Played three regular season games in the spring, and then a playoff game. Uh, You know, everybody had to had to pivot. Uh, What was it like for you guys in in that situation? You know,
7: it was so interesting here in New Jersey, and, and you know, Monmouth plays in the Big South Conference, so all I should say football only all other sports are at another league so you know Mammoth is in the northeast it's in New Jersey but we're playing schools in the south so there was all different rules and all different protocols and everything else but when the big south uh, and for the majority of the membership making the decision to play in the spring it, it was just great for Monmouth and, and they had won the championship uh, the last fall back in 2019 and and had so many great pieces coming back. So to be able to play that, you know, abbreviated spring season, win all three games that they played in the regular season, and then go play uh, the eventual FCS national champion in Sam Houston uh, and play them to within six points and uh, were throwing into the end zone to potentially take the lead late in the fourth quarter. It was a great sign for Coach Callahan's team. But I know the the student athletes were just so happy to be back on the field after what was, you know, obviously a wild and trying a previous year and to be able to have success in the spring meant a lot to the team.
0: Has this been a much more normal fall camp?
7: Yes. Yes. This has been, you know, as great as it was to play in the spring, this has been as close to normal um, that these student athletes have seen since 2019, regular schedule, regular fall arrival time, normal practices. Um, They've been very diligent with all of the protocols and everything they need to do to take care of business to get and stay on the field and
0: it's definitely been a return to a welcome return to normal for them and for us well for coach callahan twenty nine years as the head coach and the only head coach ever in monmouth history and uh... he's had two of his better teams in the last uh... two seasons that you've played twenty nineteen and now the spring of 2021 and you guys bring back 21 of 22 starters from that championship team a year ago there has to be a high level of confidence
7: a lot of expectations around the program and you know one of the really intriguing matchups to me in this game are are the two gentlemen on the sidelines who have each had so much success at their respective institutions and you, you can't really you know, understate uh what coach Stockstill has been able to to do um in murfreesboro because you know we've all admired from afar what he's been able to do but but coach callahan is you know kind of the dean of fcs coaches at least in the northeast and to reinvent not only his program but how he kind of goes about business um you know this far into his career really speaks to the the man the football coach the leader that he is uh and to be able to join the big south go through some some struggles but to build this program up to where it is now a a top 10 FCS team that has national championship aspirations. It just speaks to him, his staff, and the kind of student athletes that they bring in. And really the commitment to football that, you know, a small mid-major private school in the Northeast like Monmouth has,
0: um, the highest ranked private school in FCS football. Wow. That that, that does say a lot. And for Coach Callahan, you know, as you mentioned, uh, to still have that same drive, that same fire after 29 years. So I'm
7: lucky enough as a broadcaster to work in the athletic administration at Mammoth. So so I share a, a hallway with Coach, and when I say still the first man in, still the last one to leave, always has time for for people like me. Whether it's talking about football or just talking about things in the area, um, it, it's the rare you know accessible head coach who doesn't rush you away, really gives you the time. And um, you know I, I covered Mammoth as a student and now as a professional. And whether you're the, the the last person in the media room or, or the, the biggest personality in that room, he gives you equal time. And it truly is a pleasure for us to be
0: able to cover the program because of the tone he sets really running a first-class operation. Well, speaking of a tone setter, your quarterback uh, has done just that. And as a sophomore coming up, he has a perfect name for a quarterback, especially one that might have a rifle for an arm. His name is Tony Musket. And uh, last year had a, had a great season. Uh, tell me about him and, and who we need to look for on the offensive side of the ball. Well, you nailed it, Chip, by the way. If, if you're naming a
7: quarterback, it's almost right at a central casting out of a movie, right? You, you want your quarterback to be named Tony Muskett. And he had a very tough task on his hand in the spring, and that was to replace a fifth-year senior in Kenji Bahar, who had rewritten the Monmouth record book throwing the football? Kenji's currently with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, had a phenomenal year in 2019. He threw 50 touchdown passes over his last two years. Uh, so Tony Musket comes into a team with its top two leading receivers, its top running back, a bunch of offensive linemen coming back, and everyone in fall camp, or excuse me, in spring camp last year was saying, you know, how how good, how quickly can he be good and get this team that thinks it can win a championship up to speed? And he hits the ground running. And he throws for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns in his first start. He doesn't throw an interception until he throws two in that FCS playoff game against Sam Houston, one of them in fourth and goal late into the end zone. But nine touchdowns, over 1,000 yards in just four games, and took command of the offense and made throws and did things you didn't expect a true, at the time, a true freshman to do. So then you play it forward and you see he's back. You see, for my money, the best two receivers as a tandem in FCS football return in Lonnie Moore, the fourth and Terrence green junior and and blue Raider fans will, I think be treated to some really excellent. I know they know great wide receiver play because, because they have it as well, but Lonnie Moore and Terrence green are great one-on-one on the outside. Go get the football receivers. They're not big, but they fight for the ball as well as anyone. And then Juwan Fari is the tailback number 30 and he's a guy who returns ran for in his freshman year back in 2018 over a thousand yards then in four games last year ran for over 500 so this Mammoth team brings back a lot of firepower they've got a handful of fifth year seniors on that offensive line that took that extra year to come back and that's why you have so many expectations specifically on the offensive end that this team thinks it can score a lot of points in the big
0: south well, Eddie, it's going to be a contest for sure. It looks like we're going to have really good weather this weekend. Uh, right now we're getting the remnants of uh, Hurricane Ida, and we're going to have uh, some rain over the next 24 hours or so, but it looks like it's going to be about oh, 80 degrees on Saturday and just a great way to start the college football season. We look forward to seeing you guys.
7: Well, Chip, we are too, and please, everyone in the Murfreesboro area, please stay safe. All of us here at Monmouth have you all in our thoughts and prayers, and hopefully you're able to get through this tough weather and everything is okay. But I'm looking forward to getting down there, Chip. It's going to be a pleasure. Looking forward to meeting you as
0: well. All right, thanks a lot. Eddie Accapinti from Monmouth University. Glad to have him with us tonight. We'll take a time out. Coach Stock returns after this as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said.
3: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: Welcome back into to Rick to live tonight from the Boulevard. We're presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. Be sure you don't miss out on your first chance to see the Blue Raiders in Floyd Stadium as they take on Monmouth. Saturday, 6 o'clock tickets at goblueraiderscom slash tickets. And, Coach, we heard uh, Eddie Acapenti talk about uh, – about their football team, uh, they, they they're a team that has a lot of confidence, and they and they should with with the success they've had.
1: Yeah, they've got a you know obviously a good football team. Uh, their skill guys are really good. They're uh, explosive, like you know you heard him talk about. Their quarterback has got a quick release. He gets the ball out. He's accurate. The running back is is really good, and they got a couple receivers that can you know get up and go and then uh their defense they're not a big pressure team at least they haven't been and again there's so many unknowns in the first game but um you know they haven't given up a bunch of big plays stuff over the top you know it's uh, pretty much a zone coverage probably i think it's 18 19% of the time they're blitz so 79 80% you know time they're they're playing some type of zone so um but they're they're a really good football team. Their uh, their offensive line is big. Uh, their defensive line is probably like us, maybe a little bit size wise, uh, you know. But you know, they they get, it's a good football team. You 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 uh, play the eventual national championship to a touchdown game. You know, obviously you're pretty good.
0: Yeah, throwing in the end zone to to uh, to take the lead. Well, we had we had Reed Blankenship uh, here uh, a few couple of segments ago, and what does it mean to have his leadership back on the field at full strength?
1: Yeah, you know, Reed, Reed didn't have a very good year last year, and it, you know, it wasn't his fault, and uh, you know, he just uh, you know he he never got healthy, you know, from his season-ending injury in 2019 there because he couldn't rehab because. Everything got shut down and then spending, you know, 50 days or whatever it was in quarantine. And, uh, you know, you come out, now you're back in, you come out, you're back in. So, uh, I know mentally it was exhausting for him last year. Probably never had any confidence, uh, you know, that he was healthy. Uh, never had any confidence in his eyes, what he was seeing, you know, and it, um, He's such a good person. He's a really good player, obviously, but uh, just I'm glad to see him back being – he's healthy. I'm glad to see him back being able to practice. I'm glad to see him back having fun and smiling. You know, uh, wasn't a whole lot of fun for him last year.
0: Yeah. As a coach, one of the the key things is uh, who can you trust and to be able to have Reed – and Greg Great at the safeties, uh, that has to make you sleep a little better at night, knowing that those two guys, with all their experience, can keep things in front of them. And that allows you to do more things up front.
1: Yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, Greg really had a nice year last year. And, uh, you know, so those two guys back there, I know it's going to help both Reed and Greg having them back there that uh, they'll be confident knowing that, that the guy next to him is doing what he's supposed to do and uh, we weren't very good at corner last year and uh, you know reed really wasn't himself so reed couldn't help like he can help this year we've got a little bit more experience uh at corner now i feel a little bit better about that position than we did last year uh, our linebackers are healthier than what they were last year we still got a couple question marks on a couple guys but you know just that that back seven you know the the linebackers were you know dq played with one arm jonathan butler played with one arm uh you know and then we lost two or three other guys for the year you know reed was never the same and in, in the corners so there was so much you know it sounds like excuses but it's not it's the reality of it uh <clears throat> The, and it was a struggle with those guys back there from, you know, just uh, one, a health standpoint, and two, you know, an ability standpoint, we had to get better at the corner position.
0: All right. I want to jump into some questions here from the audience and uh, from Don. As a rule, uh, is defense usually ahead of the offense at this, at this time of year? And is that the case uh, for middle right now? What is – what do you want to see most improved? What has you seen that has been most improved since spring?
1: Now, you know, I think probably early, you know, the first handful of practices, the first week, uh the defense is usually a little bit further ahead uh of the offense, but a lot of times that depends on your quarterback, the experience that your quarterback has and the experience of your team. So I think this year through August, our defense probably was a little bit further ahead of our offense because our quarterbacks were having to learn a new offense. Um, you know, so I think that played a little bit in it. Uh, our offense got a little bit better uh, in the second scrimmage uh, there against the defense. So um, I like where we're at offensively uh, as well as defensively. And then, what was the other part of that? About
0: uh, what didn't. The D. Yeah, you know, is, is, uh, is that the case with middle? And uh, what has been the most improvement you've seen since yeah, spring?
1: You know, I think the biggest improvement, you know, this spring is um, we're better at corner than what we were in the spring. Or I should say this we're better at corner than what we were when we started spring. We got a little bit better each day each, as, as spring went along. And I feel like we're better, uh, you know, if we can get two guys back, you know, that we don't have right now. If we can get those guys back, I think we'll be better, you know, than what we were in the spring there. And then, obviously, there's a better grasp, a better understanding of our offense now compared to the
0: spring because we were just implementing it. Jennifer wanted to know, has there been a breakout player in camp? Um uh,
1: has there been a breakout player in camp. Um been really impressed. uh, you know, I, I'll say this with Isaiah Gathings, uh the transfer from uh Gardner Webb, but you know, it was the first time I saw him, so he wasn't here in the spring. Um Amir Razul was at a really good camp. Uh You know, defensively, uh, Jalen Jackson, you know, has really stepped up his game. So I think three of those guys right there uh, come
0: to my mind initially. All right, we need to take our final break of the night. We'll be back in two minutes, wrap things up with the coach. It's Rick Stockstall Live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
9: Hey college football fans, I'm Mike Golick And I'm Kate Scott This fall we are bringing you a fresh new way to hear college football play-by-play Golick and I teaming up for college football Saturday night powered by Learfield It's a bold new way to listen to college football Smart, fun, refreshing, food, I added that A unique radio (laughs) play-by-play experience And I'm so looking forward to broadcasting live alongside Kate this fall
2: College football Saturday night powered by Learfield Hope you'll join us
3: Radio WGNS, the flagship
0: station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in for a final segment with Coach Rick Stockstill and Coach. We we had one more question, and, and I'll um, and, and I'll, I'll I'll broaden this a little bit. The question is, what can fans expect to see from the new offense? And I'll expand that out to what do you want to see from your football team come Saturday night at six o'clock
1: well obviously you know the first game stuff is always uh like I said earlier today that most teams lose the first game as opposed to getting beat and uh so you've got to be very efficient you got to be cognizant of pre- how important the ball is uh so we got to protect the ball obviously and uh, you know the big thing is we got to score we got to uh We got to get more explosive plays Uh, we've got to be efficient in everything we're doing uh, because this team we're playing can score they can put points on the board so uh, you know last year we averaged 22 points a game and in this day and time you've got to you got to score more than that and we gave up 35 points a game and that's way too many you're not going to win a bunch of games when you give up that many points so We've gotta we, we gotta do a good job of keeping the ball in front of us defensively and then offensively we gotta put the ball in the end zone.
0: When from what you've seen uh to get that explosiveness on offense, have you seen that in practice and, and see and, and to carry it over into the game? Yeah, you know,
1: but it it's practice. And, yeah. And until you get out there uh, you know, and and you do it in when the lights are on, uh, you know you don't know you feel good about what you got feel good about your team and but they got to go out and play now and how they're going to you know handle the mental toughness of overcoming a bad play and not dwelling on that letting it affect the next play so uh, we got to do our job each individual's got to do their job and He'll play with great effort and
0: intensity. All right, let's go get him. Can't wait, Chip. All right, Coach Rick Stockstill tonight. To be sure, be with us. Blue Raider Network broadcast begins at 4.30 on Saturday. Middle Tennessee at Monmouth right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric your locally owned electric cooperative, and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there, and Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTS.